0: to the CHO Bears podcast on this glorious Thursday, summertime shy. What's going on, Bears fans? Adam Hogue, Mark guess You guys wearing the same shirt, Nicholas Moriano?
1: We're all kind of wearing the similar style, color blue, da da da-da-da,
2: da da da-da-da, da da da-da-da. I like that song. Talk Bears. Now, go, Hogue. No yeah. more. I'm blue. No
0: more. I think Kevin Kader just fired you with the look he <laughs> just gave you.
2: I'm blue. dada da da is a good way to go out. He if my career ends like that. He just turned her
0: over, and I was like a death stare.
2: <laughs> hey, <laughs> That'd be great I today. mean, <laughs> we all know
0: it's going to end bad right. for us in this business at <laughs> some yeah, point. So, we don't need blue. Lawrence is the second best shirt on today. That is a good shirt. Is a Mine is shirt. the best. I'm sorry. Mine says, uh, "I'm Hold doing on. great." Wait for it. Appreciate you. Love you. I knew there was this. I like that. This was the little giveaway. Down. At, at the, I gotta move my mic. Look at that. Um, these were like the <coughs> Jeff Dickerson would always say, "I'm doing great," and then Vaughn McClure would always say, "Appreciate you, love you." So they they made these shirts. Obvi- Our guys at obvious shirts. That's awesome. Joe, that awesome. Devin, love you guys. Uh, they with the giveaway
3: last night. So I thought I would wear it on the show today. Speaking of shirts, <laughs> yeah. did uh, Alan ask? Did Nick get a cram shirt? Mm. Nobody can have mine. <laughs> I was going to say, he can have mine. <laughs> you all give me your cramps. I cannot see myself. I was going to. offer. You're
0: not going to
2: walk around town with a picture of me well, on your chest?
0: There was a low-key funny moment that I couldn't. Is Courtney Cronin? I, yes. <laughs> so, Carbright I went to get sandwiches yesterday, which was great. And well, well, where'd you go? I didn't get an invite. Your place. We went
2: to JP Graziano. <laughs>
0: oh, oh. My guy, Jim. Yeah. Um, I got the veggie. So we walk in there and we run into Courtney That's Cronin, thick. who does a great job covering the bears and Kat uh, Terrell, who covers the uh, Saints. And they're in town for the event last night. Well, obviously, Courtney lives here, but Kat was in town for the event. And I <laughs> just wearing his cram shirt. <laughs> and amazing. I was I was embarrassed. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Like now I'm
2: seeing Courtney Cronin wearing a cram shirt. And she was so nice about it. I was like, I was like, ah, I'm sorry. wear this. She's like, it
0: looks good. She's a nice Which is why I need
2: need more Cronin in my life. She's so positive. Um, That's hilarious. I'm like, I think it looks good. I'm like, I think it looks terrible. But
0: whatever, I'm just walking around with
1: the cram shirt. SPR. Don't worry,
0: Carm. I'm sure you can find another job in the yellow pages.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Callback. That's my guy.
2: Nobody reached out to me. Why did my yellow pages? Whatever. Bears fans who don't love me. And you're not getting my yellow pages. I'll keep the yellow pages at home.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, Not many of those left.
0: Um. Anyway, <sighs> great event last night. Raised a lot of money uh, for good causes that were important to Jeff Dickerson and uh, Vaughn McClure. So appreciate those of you that came out. Um. You can also, if you'd like, make a donation just by going to their website. Um. This is a mailbag show. We got a lot of questions coming up. I did want to start, though, with one conversation I had with a Bears fan last night that I totally agreed with this guy on and I thought he put it in a very good perspective because everyone's, you know, you guys have people that come up to you and ask, hey, how do you think the Bears are going to be in all this and um, my I think they're going to be, I keep telling people, I think they're going to be relevant in December mm-hmm. I think they're going to be in that Lions Jaguars type territory where they're going to be in the hunt, right and I said this to this fan and he responded, he goes, well, the way I look at this is that with DJ Moore, with the improvements on the offensive line, wide receiver, defense, the linebackers, they got, he's like, if they're not in the hunt in December, something wrong happened with the quarterback.
1: Mm -hmm. That's a good point.
0: And I, I, I kind of agree with that logic that, and it may just be the quarterback got hurt. Right. But
2: don't say those words.
0: Right. But you know, but I understand this scenario. Don't <laughs> say
2: those words, but keep going.
0: But, but, but really the, the quarterback has such an impact, obviously on football games, it's not a bold take there at all, it's just the way it is. And if Justin makes the leaps that he does, they should be relevant. Now, I also want to call myself out because I made a similar point last year around this time where mm-hmm. I was like, well, if Justin is better, they're probably going to win six games at least like somewhere around there. Um, now, the difference was we didn't necessarily know they were going to trade Roquan Smith and tear down that defense mid-season. They ended up in this weird situation. I mean, we've talked to this this to death. It's the most amazing tank job of all time, that they were somehow entertaining the quarterback. They led the league in scoring for a month because the quarterback was insane running the football, and they still ended up with the number one pick, which was crazy. But I think that same logic does legitimately apply this year with the improvements that they have on this roster. Do you guys agree with
1: that? I think so. I think that you know, when you look at how competitive they were last year with that roster – now you have Tremaine Edmonds, T.J. Edwards. You have more guys on the defensive line, more weapons offensively. That if you're not three, if you're not better than three wins, like what 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 ended up happening for this 2023 season? So it does go back to Justin Fields. Like we've already said, it there's no more excuses. So I agree with that fan. Nice perspective on how this season can play out and what the result may be. I'll play the devil's advocate. I and
2: I'm not disagreeing, but playing the devil's advocate. I still am skeptical that this defense is going to be able to stop anybody, even with the linebacker additions. You still have rookies playing up front and a undersized defensive tackle who does a nice job in Justin Jones, but it's not you know, the prototypical guy that you want there. I don't know who's coming off the edge to get to the quarterback. Those are all real issues. And yes, Justin has a whole lot more, but are any of the other wide receivers going to hit? Like, if he's literally only throwing the ball to D.J. Moore and, and a combination of Robert Tunyon, who's never really had a huge year playing with Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. I mean, he's been decent, but he's, this is not like you're not bringing in a stud-stud tight end and, you know, throwing the ball to him and Cole Komet. I'm not a, and plus you also have a – you know, I, I tend to believe in the offensive line, but it's a reworked
0: offensive line. So but, I don't know if you can really – I mean – But I think what you're doing right now is making a bunch of excuses for the quarterback. This, guy, nice. this guy's point This guy's point yeah. was, here's another way to think about this. If Justin actually is what we all think he can be. If he'll cover all that up? Is there any scenario where Justin has an outstanding season? We're talking about he goes to the next level, and the Bears are not in the hunt for a playoff spot in December. That's essentially how he was looking at it. Okay, so... I can't because I can't see you, that playing out. I cannot can, see Justin has this astronomically awesome year and the Bears only win four games. Okay, but
2: that's, that's doesn't like, that doesn't make sense. That's yeah. different though. Like take a really nice positive step versus however you just phrase it, astronomically and anatomical atabare huge <laughs> year. <laughs> that, that, anatomical <laughs> If you're saying if he's a pro, uh, now that guy would have been a first round pick. Yeah, <laughs> he would have. But you're saying that if he's a Pro Bowl quarterback, are the Bears competing for a playoff spot. Yes, yes of course they, they are. I would, yes, if that's how we're phrasing uh, it. It's
3: early days, but I threw a poll on there saying, do you believe on June 22nd that the Bears will be in the hunt on December 1st? And so far it is a very overwhelming... Yes! Yes. But,
0: but So the opposite way to look at that, karm is if they're not in the hunt, then Justin didn't take that jump. No, Because you're also saying if he makes that jump there's no way they're not in the hunt.
2: First of all, you, and Mr. Frankie19, I am creating scenario here where I'm taking pressure off the quarterback. Yeah. These You're two to my right and left true. are You're putting... You're making excuses. You, you two are putting pressure on the quarterback. Excuses, Carm. I'm saying... Excuses, how Cram. Many, how many yards did he throw for last year? 2,200. I'm saying he throws for 3,200. And I'm saying that with the flaws on the roster that are still there, it's not... He, still, he had, took a major step forward, and it's still not quite good enough to lift a team that is realistically one year away from really having all the pieces that they want to have in place, mainly the defensive line. And you can certainly nitpick
1: the rest of the roster, too. You know, you guys, the stretch where Justin Fields went off was one of the best quarterbacks in terms of what he was able to do, his legs and putting up all his points. The Bears didn't win any games, right? I just don't think that's going to be the scenario, though. If he ever had if he had a stretch like that in 2023. Where he just has figured things out, his legs, his ability to throw downfield, connect with DJ Moore. Now the Bears are in a position with this better roster to win those close games that they lost. So I just think now, like, it does look, the quarterback position needs to have that pressure. And I think this, this is time to really shine and show that he's capable of handling it and uh, maximizing the talent on this roster. Can you put Braggs in the stances comment up there? Whoever that guy
2: Who is. is um, oh, no. I had such a good time with Gregory last night.
0: You guys did have a great interview last night with Steve Edwards, which I want to talk about a little bit. So, Brad, what does Bragg's talking about? There is a pathway where Justin has an outstanding season, but the team is not in playoff contention. Herbert with the Chargers is a good example. Can the defense get stops? Coaching injuries. You know, it be
2: you know I'm what's kidding. annoying about that comment by Greg Bragg besides being factually incorrect. Well, he also just completely agreed with me, and it should have just been like, "I agree with Cram." That's all he should have said. Yeah. Period. End of story. But instead, he tried to make his own brilliant point
0: and act like it was his own point when I was the one that was was, was the pure genius. So the Chargers made the playoffs last year. The year before that, they should have made the playoffs. They lost in the literally the last game of the season on Sunday night football in week 18 in a great game against the Raiders. I would call that playoff contention. I think they didn't that game even go to overtime? Come on, brag. I think I would call that playoff contention. And then I don't know if he's referring to the year before when they were 7 and 9 and Justin Herbert was offensive rookie of the year, but that was his rookie season and also they were still 7 and 9, which was somewhere in playoff contention, I believe. Uh, He's amended his statement. Yeah, I agree with Craig. Thank you, Gregory. (laughs) Yeah. Uh,
2: Yeah, no, excellent points, Adam. They were in playoff contention.
0: Like, the definition of playoff contention. Well. I'm not saying they make the playoffs. I'm just saying that, to me, there is no scenario in which the Bears are irrelevant in December while Justin Fields is playing really good football. I just don't see it. I, I agreed. Agreed. I just gave...
2: A level of devil's advocacy where he takes a step forward. At atomical
0: At Atomical Atabari, Atabari
2: Where he mouthful. takes a nice step forward <laughs> and you know, things just they lose they lose a bunch of close games again. Da 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 But look, seven teams make the playoffs. It's almost it's almost hard not to be in playoff contention. It's true. Yeah. I mean
0: uh, Michael said, dude, have you ever heard of a bad defense? That could be a reason they lose some games Thank if they you. can't get off the field. Absolutely, For but sure but but that's why we're not talking about a perfect team that's going, you know, 14 and 3. Um that's 100% going to happen, Michael. But I also I feel like I'm an I you know, negative hog over here. I'm on an island being optimistic about the defense. I feel like I'm over here by myself when I when I say that I why I'm, not, I'm not saying they're going to be great, but I already made the case a couple weeks ago that I think they could be top 5 in takeaways.
1: We talked about that. We went through all
0: that. It's not as big of a leap as you think it is. They did it almost last year. They were like borderline
1: top 10 with nobody. True.
0: With nobody. Uh, I mean, I don't think the defense is going to – I do not think this Bears team is going to be playing games like they they did last year against the Dolphins and the Cowboys where they actually scored a lot of points but really were never in the game because – well, the Dolphins game they were in, but like the Cowboys game they weren't really ever in it because the defense couldn't get a stop. I think there's going to be games that are somewhat frustrated with the defense. Mm-hmm. Can we get a key third down stop somewhere here and there? But I don't think that they're going to be brutal.
2: You know what I just got really excited about? I mean, it's going to be a fun season. Yeah. I think, yeah. There, there's yeah. just there's down a zillion storylines. It's going to be super interesting to see it unfold. I'm excited. How many days still training camp? 37? We have 37 or we have 36? 36? 35? 35, 34, 37, 37. It's coming. I don't know the exact number, though. Uh, it's very emotional for me this year, by the way. I know everybody cares about this, but I'm going to have to I'm gonna focus on this show and not tennis camp, and I'll be missing tennis camp this season. And I cannot believe it, and I'm going to have to stare off into the sun. But I mean, Let's be honest.
3: You, I think tennis has passed you by at this point. Get the fuck <laughs> <laughs> i mean i think it I might be time to miss tennis camp you know pretty no, much it 365 is, it
2: is it is not and i'm entering my prime and i don't care that i tweaked my knee yesterday and should have been at Hogs at the jd vaughn mcclure event and yeah. and i will recover and 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 I, and I and i and i and i and i and i am upset and i abhor what you just said
0: first of all what you just said to Lawrence there was what I envisioned Tom Brady's reaction to uh, Giselle that last year when she said, hey, football's passed you by. You got to be here
1: with, with <laughs> me. God, yeah. And, and good response. Said, get the <laughs> out
0: of here. And then, you know, he came back. Tom Brady. Probably shouldn't have. and
3: He was terrible as well. Yeah, year. and oh, then
0: doesn't have Giselle either.
3: Um, And he wasn't playing against Maya
0: either. So maybe you should listen. You know what you should have listened to? Well, We were walking down the stairs here yesterday, and I said, do not play tennis today. Go get your knee checked out. And yes, I sound like a dad, but you know, you should have listened to me. Hogue's my daddy. I should have. (laughs) 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 I said, son, do not play tennis. You need to go to the doctor and get your knee checked out. And instead, you... You probably tore your meniscus. I
2: I had made a commitment, and I stuck with it, (laughs) and I regret it, but I appreciate my own integrity to my guy, Will, who deserved me to not bail on him at the last minute, even though – at the end of the day, you got to put the oxygen mask on yourself. All right, back to the show. Can we get in the mailbag, please?
0: No, we can't. We're gonna take a quick break after I bring up this point. To speaking of injuries on the show, because uh, Nick, show everybody. Your, oh, this your is finger. this is true. Because um, I'm actually concerned. Carm and I got worried because it's been at least 12 hours since we got an update on your finger. I mean, Nick, pe- people have been reaching out to me left and right. They want to know about
2: your pinky, and your pinky was a major conversation on the pre-show uh, uh, extravaganza today. So can you please update us on how the pinky is?
1: Yeah. So the pinky is not (laughs) broken. It's not broken. You guys, um, the doctor looked at it, examined, uh, didn't see any bone structure, not in the right place. They said after a dislocation and I put it back, basically it's just going to take four to six weeks to recover. So no break. Just got to keep it in this brace, not do anything stupid with it. I did tell like the doctor that I went to go work out before I went to go see her. She's like, you probably shouldn't do that, but as long as you keep it in the brace, so I'll be back for softball in about three weeks, a little bit ahead of the the four to six week span where I'm not supposed to do anything. So I mean, I all been, good. I
0: haven't been this worried about an extremity since uh, Aaron Rodgers milked that pinky toe. I, I mean, whenever the I, whole I go season, to, I yeah. don't know what's more dramatic, Nick's pinky, when you Aaron go Rodgers pinky toe. Agreed. I mean, when I you mean, go, this to, is
2: drama. When when you go to Twitter, I mean, come on, Matt Nagy, come on, Keith Riggle. you want. You want Nicky Finger updates?
1: We so daily. Well, people wanted me to cut off the finger. <laughs> there was like, yeah, just just cut it off. Like, oh. I mean, I wouldn't recommend that. Don't no, do that. Yeah, don't I do mean, that. It's gonna it's gonna heal.
2: Hey, Philip Jones, are you interested in Nick's finger more than my tennis game? What do you got? Nick's finger or Carm's tennis game? What what gets
0: you going better? I don't. He doesn't want us to talk about. I don't know what he wants. Come to on, Philip. He wants to. He, I don't. I'm not actually sure what he wants. Join to the talk party, Philip. Yeah. Bears. Um, all right, Super we are Bowl. gonna get to this mailbag. Got lots of questions that have come in today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, because it was COVID toe for oh, Rogers. Oh, that's right. That's COVID toe. <laughs> COVID and Nick has COVID pinky. Hey, it's still around. My brother's wearing a mask. Yeah. And Bragg says, don't forget Carm's knee. He's milking that for all it's worth. That's right. I want attention. <laughs> yeah, but my concern with... With the knees, I actually think there's some structural damage I, in there uh, that he's not addressing. No, I'm definitely I'm definitely screwed.
1: <laughs> oh no. Oh I need no. surgery. No.
2: I mean we're gonna tape it up. Don't worry about it. I'm gonna be just, like Ditkin, sixty three. Just just wrap it up and just in, and been barrel through and kill someone. That's the plan. Ditka, Karm. Yeah,
0: but you're not playing the NFL. This isn't the Stanley it's Cup the, Final where you, we find out that these guys have seven ligaments torn. That's what torn. you think, buddy. You're playing recreational tennis. That's
2: what you think, pal.
0: And you're gonna end up needing a knee replacement because of it.
2: I might very well need all of that at some point. But you know what? I, we'll just barrel through and keep going. And a hip replacement, no problem.
0: Well, if you are if you are dealing with some pain, I got something here that I can uh, yeah help, help me out. I uh, I'm actually very excited about it. this. is my This is my uh, first cannabis read ever in my. Long career i'm excited about it Didn't get go. to do this last week um, but Sunnyside is your home for judgment free cannabis shopping a place where all kinds of visitors are welcome to explore discover and purchase a wide array of high quality products. Sunnyside has everything you need to elevate your summer one stop shop for all your cannabis needs no matter where you are on your cannabis journey um, they have easy online ordering, in-store pickup, great, transparent loyalty program, which mm. is always good. Sunnyside Rewards, you want to get signed up for that. Illinois' favorite dispensary from the city to the suburbs, Wrigleyville to River North, Champaign to South Beloit. Mm. I mean, we're almost talking up there in Wisconsin. Which, um, which Chicago athletes made you feel this do we still consider Steve Edwards a Chicago athlete? We he absolutely me, do. He made me feel good mm-hmm. listening to the interview last night. I love Steve Edwards. That was good. We More got to, Steve Edwards. We got to touch on that. Um, Sunnyside, House of Brands. I got a bunch of different stuff. How about Mindy's? Best tasting gummy, chocolate edibles uh, created by James Beard. Love James Beard. Mm. Award winning chef edibles. Mindy Segal and Cresco Labs. I mean, they're putting some and real Siegel. effort in
3: it. Can you I know Mindy? Chocolate, Mindy Seagal. Yeah, I don't know who that is. Oh, come sorry. on, you never now been we to we hot go. chocolate? Hot chocolate in uh, Wicker? Uh, I haven't been to Wicker I Park have, in probably fifteen years. Uh, no. I mean, hot <laughs> chocolate was there fifteen years ago. <laughs> mm. Okay, sorry. Their mac and cheese is amazing.
0: I apologize to Mindy. I am impressed though that they have actual chefs working on the gummies though. This is this is this is, this nice. is high quality yep. stuff we're talking about here. Um. You got High Supply. They offer quality weed that's always available. The, those buds are expertly grown. Lab tested, available in vape carts, vape pens, flour, popcorn, Ooh. shake, pre-rolls, shorties, and concentrates. I'm going to have some sunny
2: side before one of the shows next week and report live. That will be fun. <laughs> can, we, can you please do that? I think I can do that. Can I do that I too? I don't see why I can't do
0: that. Well... They have Sunnyside Fridays. I think that's the perfect... Sunnyside Friday. Yeah, uh, Through August, head to sunnyside.shop. Use code CHGO25 at checkout for 25 off your total order. One use per customer. I mean, that's legitimate right there. You're getting 25% off. Use code CHGO25 at sunnyside.shop. One use per customer. And that's not only for new customers. If you're already a customer at Sunnyside... You can still use that code. get to use it one time. Pick up everything you need to elevate your summer. Must be 21 plus or an Illinois med card holder.
2: I mean, this is a great for just get your day going here. First, you do the sunny side. And then, hey, if you haven't already, I don't know if you knew this, Lawrence, Nick, Adam, you. It is smooth sack summer. That's right. When you're playing in the summer sun, make sure you've scaped from pubes to bum. Got to get the whole thing going on down there. Don't leave anything to chance. That's right. This is the summer to keep the balls cool while you're looking hot with Manscaped. Exactly right. The ladies in below the waist grooming are making sure we all have a ball this summer by giving our pants partners everything they need to stay fresh you want to dive head first by the way in a smooth sack summer you don't want to you don't want to sit at the pool and look at it and think about it you want to go all in dive head first by going to manscape.com you get 20 percent off free shipping use that code c h g o get yourself the performance package 4.0 it has everything you need to that summer bod, you know you're going to the beach, you know you're going to the pool, you know you're doing stuff late at night or early in the morning, whatever you do. You want to have the ultimate grooming bundle for your summer grooming. Uh, and, look, we've all, we've all used, we've gone with the razor, and then all of a sudden you get the nick and the bleed and the whole thing. You don't want that. Nick? Ma- Yeah, that too. Uh, Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer. It features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce the grooming accidents that you all have experienced thanks to their advanced skin-safe technology. The Lawnmower 4.0 7,000 RPM motor. It's got a function on and off switch package. It's got, I mean, you bring it wherever you go, take it in the shower, the LED spotlight. This is the way to go. Manscaped, by the way, they even throw in two free gifts for the performance package 4.0. You get the Manscaped boxers. You get the shed travel bag. I mean, you are hooked. Once again, get 20% off free shipping with the code CHGOMANSCAPED.com. If you've got to get somebody a Father's Day gift like your dad or somebody who is that father figure, hook them up, by the way. 20% off free shipping with the code CHGOMANSCAPED.com. Smooth sack summer, boys. You can get on the board and don't get left behind.
0: By the way, happy... The Bear Season 2 premiere date For those who celebrate Fuck yes
1: Yeah Oh that's right Cannot That's today Full season
0: Bingeable Let's go (sighs) I'm excited
1: Are you just gonna watch it all In one sitting You're gonna do like The one episode Try to milk it Because you wanna I'll
0: watch at least two Watch two Okay I don't know if I can do Ten episodes in one night I have a couple responsibilities I gotta deal with But
1: um I could
2: Let's go. I got no responsibilities.
0: <laughs> I cannot wait, though. It would be great. Oh.
2: 0. 0.0 responsibilities. <laughs> Woof. Don't you have some tennis match to... Nope. Not anymore. He's resting. He's resting. Watching Bra- the Bears. No be diagnosed MCL. Got nothing to do. Okay.
0: Um, all right. Let's get this mail back. I have not looked at these questions on purpose. I didn't want to know them. So... Karm, I don't know if you want to be the what, one. That, you
2: know, or, or, Lawrence or Lawrence can just pop, can them, pop
0: them in. Or pop them up, read them, whatever. I'm excited yeah. for
3: them. I probably should have added them to the show before. No, no, the I, okay, I, Oh, I, okay. Well, I have them in a rundown, I mean, too. I could stall for another 26 hard. minutes. No, 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 we're good. <laughs> well, uh, I think you should suggest that. Most of these did come from our Discord, which uh, is a diehard-only thing. So maybe right. we can talk about that for one second while I do
2: that. Excellent point by law. Become a diehard. I was hanging out in the Discord this morning. It was just it was a ton of fun um, saying good morning to uh, Bears fans and just playing around. And uh, Nick was doing the same. So when you become a diehard, all C-H-G-O.com, allchgo.com, A-L-L-C-H-G-O.com, uh, you could do get access to our Discord so you can – hang out with us and have a little chit chat and also all the other things discount on merch discount on events and then we also do our happy hours too which i'm sure we'll have one coming up before training camp at some point
0: we are overdue for a happy hour so Mm -hmm. lots of great
2: stuff and you're also of course supporting the show which we greatly greatly appreciate all at the same time
0: all
3: right first question here we go from the discord so
2: austin getting in here Hogue, nick me who could be a surprise, quote, starter this year based on the final depth chart? The recent convos on potential surprise cuts has me wondering if there could be any surprise starters, too. Thanks, Nick. All right, Austin. Good stuff. Surprise starter.
1: Anybody come to mind? This is an interesting question because. PJ Walk. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Everybody settled down. <laughs> Everyone just left on this plane. Surprise starter. Um, w- was, would Andrew Billings be a surprise starter that. When you look at him, just, okay, Andrew Billings, what does he bring to the table? A run-stuffing defensive lineman that's going to open up and help these linebackers do their job. He's never going to have the sexy stats or anything like that, but someone that does his job and you know you're, you know exactly what you're getting out of him. That was when, when I read your question, Austin. That's the first guy that kind of came to my mind as a – Surprise starter, someone that Bears fans will look at at the end of twenty twenty three, being like, "That was a nice little pickup that the Bears got. Maybe was overlooked, but put Andrew Billings there." Well, first of all, he started fourteen games for the Raiders last
2: year. He's got fifty one starts in his career, uh, and when you look at him, I think it's a great call by you,
0: Nick. When you look but at he's it, also, he actually is a starter right now. Yeah, so, I was, so he I, is.
1: I, yeah, yeah, Andrew he's Billings. A yeah, used, he's running with the ones right now. I think surprise starter, too, like what he's going to do. But don't that's how I also looked at the don't question. Don't you think they
2: want by the end of training camp for Dexter to take that spot? It's going to be a rotation, uh, man. It's it really going to be, ro- gonna be yeah. rotation.
3: I don't know. It's going to be rotation. It's a Lucas Van Ness situation. Uh, oh, boy. You know, right. It doesn't matter if the guy's a starter. I mean, that's okay. okay. True, true, fair, true, true, fair true, true,
2: point true. by Hogue that he's, he's there, so it's not as much of a surprise. But I... I, and we're now. I'm bending it, but I think he could be a very surprise impact. The, the dude, there's nobody on that football team that looks like him. He is He's as a big dude. He is wide as hell. He's wide. Yes. I mean that. It, he. You just got me excited about how much of, of a difference maker he could actually be for this defense because of just the they couldn't stop anybody on the ground last season. Right, Mark like, right. so Right.
1: Could be a nice little addition. I,
2: I I I like that. I like that idea, at least that. Hopefully, I mean, he ain't going to be getting to the quarterback, but hopefully he'll be making some tackles and, and making it easier for other guys.
0: How about uh, Andre Schmidt, kicker?
1: Hey, who?
0: Stop it. Let's go. It. Let's. He's got a
1: boot. He's got go. a boot. Dude, he's been
0: looking pretty, But first of all, both of the kickers have been yes looking really good. Mm-hmm. And I don't I don't even sense that it's an actual competition, so I'm not trying to start <laughs> something there. But the, dude can, the dude's got a good leg and – He's been he's been making Accurate. his field goals, yeah. so I, that that one's interesting to me. Um, if we I'm just going, you guys asked me for surprise, like that would be a surprise. I um, mean, Gary and Juan
2: in the chat, I think both are. If you're looking for surprises, if Mooney doesn't come back healthy and Tyler Scott keeps progressing, it's an outside shot. But he he he's been he's been noticeable.
0: Yeah, or even if Chase Claypool continues to just sort of be unreliable. That, too? Someone else has got to get in there. I don't hate that answer. I thought about that one. Um, how about Rasheem Green? Ooh. Defensive end, who I don't think a lot of people even know about. I don't even think I knew a lot about him. Um, but now this would be sort of dependent on maybe them not signing somebody that we're all sort of assuming that they're going to sign uh, here before camp starts. But I would also – put him in there as somebody that you might be surprised could end up
1: starting ahead of Dominique Robinson and Travis Gibson. I think that, man, I wonder how Bears fans would perceive that, too. Like, oh, man, Travis Gibson didn't show enough, Dominique Robinson didn't yeah. show enough, I mean, and it's were definitely were It's not ideal.
0: Definitely not an ideal situation. So,
2: the, b- Bottom line is there is an opportunity for somebody to step up. Yep, for sure. Yeah. At least at this very moment in time. It might change, but. Who knows?
0: Yeah. All right, next question. We got a lot of questions, by the way. Yeah. We're going to be here yeah, until 3 o'clock so if let's, we don't
3: uh, do this quick. Yeah.
2: Uh, all right, from SP84, will Noah Sewell get enough playing time to have two-and-a-half or
1: more sacks this year? Roquan Smith ended with two-and-a-half sacks last year for yeah. the Bears. That would have been fourth most on last year's team.
0: Well, the reason why I like this question is because – you know, he showed the ability to be a pass rusher mm-hmm. at Oregon. And when you say, does he get enough playing time, Is there are there some packages that he gets on the field for?
1: Those green rush.
0: Maybe and
1: about.
0: two and a half seems a little heavy, but maybe two. I like It wouldn't shock me if Noah Sewell ends up the season with a couple sacks.
1: If he's getting all. on the field, it's going to be like a – Uh, obvious I think maybe obvious passing down to utilize that ability he has so if he's going to get out there it's probably to but on the flip side
0: I mean you you're almost certainly using him as like an actual edge rusher remember if you're an obvious passing down you're in nickel so you only have two linebackers on the field it's probably very unlikely that TJ Edwards and Tremaine Edmonds are coming off the field. You don't want those guys. Your off. guy, the Sand God, is already off the field in that spot. Yeah,
2: I'm just boiling inside right now at the question, so I'm trying to compose <laughs> myself and not say something stupid. Like, there's no way that Noah Sewell gets one sack, let alone two and a half. But that's my, that's, that's the, the inner inter- calm, That's yep. the inner calm right now. <laughs>
3: <laughs> the inner calm. Yeah. Inter- I don't like to hear <laughs> that. Yeah, I like like that. Like that. <laughs> the inner calm.
2: <laughs> Noah Sewell, get Gates out of question. here. Yeah, let's move along. Uh, Gary Ross, do you think the Bears look to either George Fant or a veteran tackle who gets cut as the swing guy? Right. Yeah, so, uh, not so, Noah, not <laughs> Noah Fant, George Fant. Hogan and I were talking before the show, and I'm like, there was a good spot in the Discord this morning. We were talking about, some, about uh, George Fant, even though I said Noah Fant. He's like, Noah Fant's a TED. that I'm like, that's not who I mean. There's an, uh, I meant George Fant. Thank you very much. But he was, you know, he, he's played both right and left mm-hmm. tackle. Yep. He's sitting out there right now, not signed. Larry, I, B- Larry Borum's talking. You know, he, was, he had his moment in time, and nobody's been wowed by Larry on the field. I don't know. I think that's an interesting name.
0: I, I wouldn't be surprised to see them add a tackle. Same at all. tackle, yeah. Um, open up position. I mean, last year they had Braxton Jones uh who they liked. They had Larry Borum, they had Seven Jenkins and they still went out and they added Riley Reef. Riley Reef, yeah.
2: Steve Edwards last night on Bad Brags After Dark, he's he he uh he's a little he oh, wait, wants Steve, to see more from Braxton.
0: Steve was great last night. We should cut or just go back and listen to the podcast would be even better. (laughs) You got to hear what his rant on Jonathan Quinn. (laughs) That was one of the funniest things I've ever heard.
2: That was good. Former uh, Bears quarterback Jonathan Quinn. I asked him if he could name the five Bears quarterbacks that started in his second – that started at least one game, and he couldn't – In 2004. In 2004, and he he remembered everybody, but he couldn't remember Quinn – and then once I mentioned Quinn, he just went in on the dude.
0: <laughs> that guy
2: wow. sucked.
1: <laughs> wow. It was so good. I have to go back and watch that one.
2: <laughs> Hashtag Jonathan Quinn nerd. Um, Miller in the mailbag. Uh, for one of you, since you're a bit of a sneakerhead, which players past or present
1: have you seen with the best sneaker games at the facility? I think right now it's Chase Claypool. What he's got, uh, the shoe game is strong. Uh, Jordan athlete. Who was the defensive end last year that they brought in late in the season that had every Jordan?
2: It wasn't Al-Khadi Muhammad, right? No, no, no. no. He was at the, He was by Mooney's
0: locker. Well,
2: Claypool. Oh, Taco. Taco Charlton? Taco Charlton. Uh, oh, yeah.
0: Ta- taco. <laughs> Dude had a okay. taco chain. Low-key funniest <laughs> moment of the season was like hey taco you've been uh, kind of bounced around the league a lot uh do you feel like you had an opportunity to make this your home he's like i kind of like visiting all these cities <laughs> it's kind of cool living in all these different spots It's hey, like oh he's not going to be here long like cut two weeks later <laughs> i'm like no i'm kind of good just jumping around from team to team checking out all these like um, well claypools <sighs> is the one that got that giant delivery of mm-hmm. Jordans yeah, on the tiktok yeah um some players have Jordan cleats that they're practicing. Oh in, yeah, big thing, which is cool. And then uh, he's not a player, but Ryan Poles is rocking the good. He's the got them all the time. He Always. had him at
1: practice last week in Mobile, Alabama. He was rocking like some fresh Jays. So um, it starts at the top with the GM Ryan Poles, and then trickles down to some to of the players Nick, for sure. To Nick, to, to me, yeah, yeah, little little spits of it.
2: Uh, let's go with blonde guy. What's up, blonde guy? What's up, blonde guy? Do you think the Bears will try to sign a number three?
1: T- uh, who? You- I think a, no- a third quarterback with traits in line with our. Uh, I see. Oh, I think uh, that's. Yeah. What I got. Uh, I got yeah. you, blonde
2: guy. Yep, could have read through the whole thing first.
0: Uh, I don't think so. I think they got their backup, P.J. Walker. Adult.
1: Nathan Peterman, Tyson agent there.
0: Peterman is a vet now. Room most likely put
1: in on the practice squad. Maybe both of them on the practice squad. Yeah, yeah. And they yeah. know the off like they're in this offense right now too. So I, I think they're they're good with where they're at. My quest for Gardner Minshew landing in the city
2: continues.
3: He, he will be a bear. The, someday, I, don't, I don't know if there's enough uh, parking for his RV. Wait again. Oh, oh, there's, there's any parking for his RV? He does like his is RV. Yeah. In,
0: is he still in Philly?
3: Isn't he in Indy? Is he still rocking I'll just look a stash? You, oh,
0: I was going to say, you Great read stash. the question that was on the yeah, Okay,
3: you look it you've, up. you've sent Carm to his laptop, so I thought I'd bring him on screen. I, I, got, it, I got it. I laptop. got Let's, it. Let's go back to so I mean,
0: I, I just would have expected that the president of the Gardner it's a bad job. club would know what team he was on right now. Well, he's I apologize the, for assuming.
2: He's on Indy. I just was double checking.
0: Dave Mann. I got it right, damn it. What facet of the offense do you see taking the biggest jump this year? Uh, red zone scoring, goal to go, third down conversions, et cetera. Leave that up for a second. What well, There's a lot there. What fast of the offense do you see? Good question, Dave, man. Well, they already got a lot better in the red zone last year. I mean, and a lot of that was relying on Justin Fields and his legs just pounded in. Um, Where
1: were they last year, third down conversions? So I'm looking at teamrankings.com. 13? With forty point. 1-9? 409 We can thank Justin Fields' legs for that. Yeah. Um, Luke Getze. I mean, people want to
0: get on Luke Getze for his play call. They, they, sorry to Matt Nagy in the division. comments. Like, it was night and day, the execution and key downs. Yeah, and and key Nagy. moments. Think about the red zone struggles two, three years ago. It's just brutal. By the way, it makes sense that Gardner Minshew is in Indy since they hired Shane Steichen from Philly. There we go.
1: makes that sense. Connect the dots. Connect the dots. <laughs> Yeah, so the Bears were pretty good at third down. Um, they just, I think with the red zone scoring, they were successful. They just didn't get there a lot. That was the thing. They just didn't get in those scoring opportunities.
0: Um, this is going to sound stupid, but just like, not stupid, but simple. Would probably be a better word. Just better than passing. Yeah. Like, just whatever down it is. Just, Just higher completion percentage. Um, more efficient in the passing game. I'll put it that way. That's where I think the Bears make the biggest leap offensively this year.
1: I don't have the stats in front of me, but I feel like they could be better on first down too. That like looking at just some of the situations the Bears were in. I think that first down could be obviously a place where you want to be ahead of the chains and not, you know, put yourself in a bad situation as you kind of get more into. Uh,
0: I like where Bragg's head, at, head is at in the sta- in the uh, stands and the chat. Um they were the best team in football on the first drive. They need to be a good team on the last drive mm-hmm. in the fourth quarter. Yeah, they did not finish well on offense. That was a problem. Yeah. And they were amazing. You're right. To start s- off games. To start yeah. games. Um, this is a team this year that's gonna be better equipped. I would hope that if they get that lead, you gotta hold on to the lead. Whereas last yeah. year they'd be up seven nothing. You're like, eh, okay, let's, let's get this, go away. Let's see where this goes. <laughs> yeah. uh, might be a good idea. I got on DraftKings in this moment and bet yeah. the other team.
3: That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's I don't that better not be the case this year
2: mm-hmm. and one of the things last year that i was
0: enjoying
2: and hoping for was that they would be in games in the fourth quarter so fields would get an opportunity for game-winning drives and they had a bunch of them and weird things happened. goes right to amir smith marset um where they're dri- your guy it, that, that is where's my guy. he
0: what team's he on is he still on the chiefs
2: don't know where Amir is, but let's she find harassed out. Harassed him at the Super Bowl. I didn't harass him. We were buddies. Amir and I got along. Iowa, the Iowa. He ignored connection. you
0: for twenty straight minutes. Well, he was. He, he, to his he didn't
2: ignore me. He answered one of my questions. Apparently, he's still he's with busy. the Chiefs.
1: Okay. Big year. Amir Smith Marset. <laughs>
2: he's gonna have a bust out year this year. Amir Smith Marset's going to. <laughs> got a great personality.
0: Is he? St- I I still picture him. Sitting in at that, it, sitting at that booth, at talking about and just talking to f- random fans who had no idea who he was, soaking character. in the moment. Good for him, by the way. Yeah, that was awesome.
3: Uh, those were all our Discord questions we've chosen. Do we want to hit an ad break and then do the Twitter ones, or do we want to just keep ripping through this? We got uh, we got like four more from the uh, I think, Twitterverse. I think you're on
0: the right track. here. good time for Hogue to tell us something. Tell uh, well, I'm always trying to tell you something, but right now I'm going to tell you about Shady Race because it's a beautiful sunny day in Chicago. And hopefully the sun sticks around for the weekend. You'll be ready to go with gear built to last because our friends at Shady Rays have you covered with the warm weather ahead. Those premium polarized shades at an affordable price. We're always talking about them because we believe in them. I was wearing them in the car, coming down on the Kennedy. And uh, Shady Rays got me here independent sunglass company offers world-class product just as good as any expensive pair we've worn durable frames extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures that's not all because they offer the most insane protection in all of eyewear every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements you lose them you break them doesn't matter what day it is they told us that they will send you a brand new pair no questions asked you can wear your shady rays with confidence because they have your back long after you purchase plus they do do great work in the community from building play sets for pediatric cancer patients to providing young adults with ms the outdoor adventure of a lifetime shady Rays is making an impact in your community and others like it now for many years to come they call it shady rays impact if you don't love your shady rays exchange them for a new pair pair, uh, return them for free within 30 days there's no risk when you shop but you're gonna love them anyway and this is exclusive for our listeners shady rays is giving out their best deal of the season Go right now to ShadyRays.com. ShadyRays.com. Use code CHGO. You get 50% off two-plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself. The Shades, rated five stars by over 250,000
1: people. Love Shady Rays and also love FOCO. You can get fitted out with the best sports gear around by going to FOCO. They have hoodies, shoes, signs, bobbleheads, literally everything in between. You name it, FOCO most likely has it. And, of course, it's spring and – well, now it's actually summer. Isn't it officially summer now? It is. Yeah, it officially is. Officially summer. Long Correct. day of the year. And it's baseball season. Aloha shirts, straw hats, polos, bags, everything you need for a game. And if you ever have watched this, any of our shows here at CHO or in-studio, uh, we have the set decorations. FOCO has donated a few awesome pieces for our sets. And you can go show them some love by going to FOCO.com. Or click the link in the description below for all non-presale items. Use the promo code CHGO for 10% off. All right, what do we got next here? Well, what we got next here is,
3: uh, I, you know, uh, Philip just said it in the chat about uh, how many people have liked this video. And now, Philip, there is 55 likes, but let's get that to 100. Come on. three hundred people up. walking, watching 300 people watching, only 55 likes. Triple yeah, digits. That's messed let's, up. Uh, yeah. Let's hammer that like button for us. Come on. It's sunny side Thursday. We let's go. We so appreciate it when you hit the like button. Yeah. Hammer time. All right. Let's get back to the mailbag. Uh, next up, these are from Twitter. We will start with Twitter J.S. Time. All right, J.S.,
2: which line do you think improved the most, offensive or defensive
0: line? That's a great question, actually. Um, But I think I'm going to go offensive line because I still need to see it from the exterior of the D line. I Mm – if I had to pick any of the positions between the offensive line and defensive line that I think is most improved, I would actually say defensive tackle. Interior. But to say the whole line, it's just, we got to see it. Whether it's they add somebody or Travis Gibson starts coming on more, Dominic Robinson starts coming on more, maybe that will happen in the preseason. But right now, I'm going to look at the whole of the offensive line because I think they've made a massive upgrade by getting Darnell Wright in the first round, plugging him right in at right tackle. I think Braxton Jones will continue to develop. I think Tevin Jenkins at guard. I like that, especially if he can get some. He seems to be pretty confident that he's fixed some of those back issues with the way he's training, Pilates, whatever he's doing, those small muscles in his back. If he can be more reliable, you got to like that. Nate Davis is an upgrade. So, And then between Cody Whitehair and Lucas Patrick at center, I think you can certainly do a lot worse. So I like the offensive line.
1: I think this, when I read this question the first time, it's like there you can make an argument for the defensive line. It's just the edge position is still in question, but the interior is far improved from what it was last season. But I agree with you, Adam. I think it is the offensive line just because even like the – like I know some people are soured on and Cody White here, but just having him at center over a guy like Sam Musfer, that's, that's an improvement in itself. And then having the guys that you just mentioned, Adam, that does make the offensive line – a far better unit than what it was last year and you saw what they were able to do as a rushing team last season with that, that line last season. But that defensive line interior, it's it's a lot there's a lot of guys in there which is gonna keep people fresh and I think make an improvement and just help out the defensive ends that, you know, really just added Demarcus Walker and Rasheem Green right now.
0: You know, it
2: should be the offensive line. You took the number ten overall pick mm-hmm. on Darnell Wright. I mean However, you also, you know, use 53 on Dexter and use 64 on Pickens and you've added on to, but like you, you spent the premium spot in the draft on a a right tackle and then you move stuff around. So let's just hope that it is the offensive line and they continue to, and the answer next year uh, will be the D line, but they're, they're both trending in the right direction. So that's, I guess the overall good thing is how I would answer that particular question. Team. Joseph up next and thank you Joseph at what point in the season do you become concerned if Fields hasn't shown the improvement we are all hoping for uh first quarter of the Packers game anybody else
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean I'm sure people will start freaking out a little bit um
0: I would say through the end of week two
1: I've always said though that it's probably gonna take a little bit though Right, you have all these new pieces. It's got, it's all got to come together, but second year in the offense, third year in the league, DJ Moore.
0: It should be is better. already coming together with DJ Moore. I gave him the first. I, quarter I'm willing of the to give him a pass for one week, but I'm sorry, man. It's no excuse here, Carm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, and, and by the way, I fully expect to see the improvement i I, i'll i'll be surprised if we're sitting here after week two doing a post game show where we're like "Uh uh-oh
2: if 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 i'm being honest literally for me it will be the first drive if they go three and out (laughs) i'm not kidding like i'll i'm going to be that insane but but i also think if i'm being relaxed and realistic about what it should look like i i I, look the answer that to me would be like week eight like, by, by that point, they should, it should be settled in. And if he hasn't done anything by then, then we got a problem.
3: we got to get you that, the sunny side. We probably yeah, do. Sure. Well, I don't think we do. look That's how you live. That's how
2: you experience the season. The first, I mean, it's, you think that if he goes 0 for 3 on the first drive, the
1: Bears fans are going to be, like, not groaning? I mean, they're
3: definitely running at least one of those, if not two of those. Sure. So. Yeah,
1: yeah, for sure. sure. Green Bay at, on the road against Tampa Bay, on the road against Kansas City, and then home against Denver. Good defenses in that mix there. Here come the excuses. Nick. I'm just saying. I'm just saying.
0: So. This reminds me of when the White Sox signed Jose Abreu.
3: Hey. What? I just don't want to talk about the White Sox. 2014? I went to the game. No, but I made a point
0: on the radio, and I said, because the White Sox had all these, whether it was their exciting signings or whoever they drafted, and it was like, oh, it's just. Needs time to develop. And I'm like, they got this 26-year-old dude, Jose Abreu, who's been mashing in Cuba. I want this guy from day one to be the dude. Is that asking too much? Like, can we just stop living in, like, this past of badness? Just be the dude. And you know what? For, the like, the first time since Frank Thomas, the guy just showed up and was good. And I was like, thank you.
3: Thank you. Thank you. Just... Thank you. Like and be how be many playoff series did they win with him? <laughs> well, that's not <laughs> the point. Well,
0: it's kind of the point. They won one game Ooh. at one time. Oh, technically two games. Ooh. Now they're gonna reset the rebuild with the same people.
2: Quick trivia that's, for the chat. Thank you sucks. for being a friend <laughs> down the road and back again. Your heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. Can people name what show that's from? Golden Girls. Done. I knew you could. You're in the demo. Me and okay. you.
3: Yeah. Well, why are we have the old them? demo?
2: That's right, the old demo. How do you That's, not know
3: that? There's a there's literally a, don't know a that. there's a pop up in Chicago, but a bar. The, do you did you know that? There's a Golden Girls pop up. Sorry, Shaggy said, did you know that?
0: I mean, I, I didn't, even, didn't listen even listen to listen. what you said, <laughs> <laughs> mumbling through something.
2: <laughs> we just got we just got a profile on Nagy. Love me some Blanche. So Nagy is Nagy's like fifty. Oh. If you love Blanche, I mean, yeah, you're honestly. you're you're not twenty eight. Nagy's got, we got, uh, we just learned something we're about Nagy. i to figure you out, Nagy. I love Only me some Blanche, friendly.
3: too. It's weird, but, you know. Are we, are we going to keep talking about Golden Girls or should we get back to the mail? No, you probably should get back. Let's do it. Uh, all right,
2: Staley's Place. I love Staley's Place. We were having our convo today. Valus is the most dynamic player on offense, not named Justin Fields, once the ball is in his hands. Do you think the Bears cut ties or look to generate touches for him? A bold statement in the first one there. Yeah, Staley. Are, he is? Are you sure about that? You think he's more dynamic
1: than... DJ Moore? Than DJ Moore? We, really? Mooney. Mooney, yeah. Mooney in the field. Herbert? Yeah, I know. Yeah. But to get to his,
2: his question, though... He is one of the more dynamic, though. Yes. Yeah.
0: yeah he's Potential. A, yeah, we don't need to argue over the, mm-hmm. you know, the... The point of the question, I understand. Like, mm-hmm. the dude... The, the problem with Valus, right, is getting the ball in his hands.
1: Can and he keep it? it
0: in his hands? And then keeping it in his hands. Can we glue the ball to his hands <laughs> and have him run really fast and through people because he's pretty big too? Be ideal.
2: Thank you for being, Bayless. Um I don't man, think they Valus cut is ties. By, Valus is hanging by a thread in my mind.
1: I don't think they cut ties, though. Not yet. Thanks, Not Brags. Yet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Antique roadshow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's the next question?
2: Our final question for the mailbag. Well, uh, do we answer Saley's question though? I,
0: I I got caught up in the first part. What was the question? The question was do they are they gonna Are they gonna try to feed
2: him are they gonna try to feed Vales the football? I think the answer around the horn is I no. Think,
0: dude, I think it's very simple. If Vales Jones could figure out to do exactly what Lawrence said, catch the ball, hold
1: on to the ball. Catch the ball, hold on to the ball then he'll be on the team. The coaching staff will have more trust in him to want to generate more plays for him.
0: And and I'm not even talking about all of a sudden being like a dynamic route runner. I'm just saying, can you catch the ball on punts? Can you not fumble it on on your returns? Can you not fumble it when they actually give it to you on offense, whether that's just a jet sweep or a Mm -hmm. little bubble or something where they're not even asking you to run some elaborate route? Just be more dependable with the football. If you can do that, I think that's enough to stay on the team.
2: I hereby vote that we do not see the Valus sweep this year. The Valus in motion, hand him the football. We gotta this, it, somehow we gotta get him the ball. Let's do this because we can't even throw him a three-yard out because he can't get open. That play's got to go. If that's all we can do for him, then say 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 bye bye.
1: Didn't he but score him? one on against Minnesota? I'm trying to. I think so. It was like a jet. jet sweep. It's, there, Mark. A,
2: it's just. They send him in motion. He crosses over. Justin hands him on the ball. He, he gets yeah. a yard. It's not. It's not really doing anything for anyone.
0: Someone's going to be in motion. Okay. Motion.
2: What else? Uh, Brent Abercrombie, one of our more dynamic, wealthier. <laughs> le- chatters uh does dj Moore give wide receiver one impressions how does he compare rank to a rob marshall jeffrey etc brent yes you are gotta get you caught up here my brother
0: i think he yeah i think he looks like wide receiver one but you know compared to other wide receiver ones around the league i mean he's not justin jefferson he's not jamar chase um
1: he's a mid-level one is he better than A-Rob, Marshall, and Jeffrey? I think he's more I, We Jeffrey. had a discussion
0: about A-Rob. I think he's better than A-Rob. Mm-hmm. I think he, I like his route running more. I, Brandon Marshall, I, I, I'm not there with Brandon Marshall I yet. Did,
1: yeah. Because
0: Brandon Marshall was really freaking good he when, when he was here. He was a pain in the ass, but he was good. Right, but you that's true, and you'd, between the two, you'd way rather have
2: DJ Moore on your football team, not even close. Oh, yeah, culturally
0: mm-hmm. and what they – I what mean, they, buy, these guys yeah. never would have brought Brandon Marshall in. The way
1: well, we've, we've talked about that, Mark. Like, how sometimes Justin Fields is throwing the ball to DJ Moore is almost like Cutler and Marshall esque, where it doesn't matter the coverage, how many people are around DJ Moore. Like, Fields is going to give him a chance. It's almost well, got that, that little bit of that vibe there.
0: The, the dream scenario and the best comp from the time the trade was made is that this trade works out like the Stephon Diggs trade for Buffalo. Where Stevon Diggs was already good. Just like DJ Moore was already good in Carolina. And they got to Buffalo with a young, exciting quarterback who took off. They took off together. And Diggs has been, you know, outstanding. And he's smaller, just like DJ Moore is a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. a little smaller. Certainly doesn't have they don't have Brandon Marshall's size. Um. But to answer your question, the best way I could say it is when we're out there on the practice field. DJ Moore looks different He stands out for sure. He stands out not only among the players that are out there on the field Right now But previous players and wide receivers I've been watching these practices for a long long time He stands out And I said it from the start The connection between Justin Fields And DJ Moore Early on in OTAs Brought back vibes of Jay Cutler and Brandon Marshall
1: They're good They're fun to watch They're fun to watch those
2: two. Best thing, that's ha- Justin Fields literally goes to bed at night, at least not the way I envision it, is his head hits the pillow, and he thinks about having DJ Moore here, and he smiles, and then he goes to sleep. Like, he's just so much more comfortable because this dude's in the building. See oh, the thank Hills. you. Thank you so much, Ryan Poles.
3: Good that night, was, Chicago That was our Bears. last question? That was our last question that What a, uh, what a perfectly timed out yeah. show.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, one last point. Speaking of the, again, please check out Steve Edwards' interview from last night. It's in the uh, podcast feed. Bad after dark. Uh,
2: do we have the thing pulled?
0: We do. Oh, we do have it. Okay, let's we play it. it. We well, through- I, there's, one, there's one thing he hit on early in the interview that was almost a complete echo of a conversation I had with a different Bears alumnus earlier this week. And it matters because it matters to them, and I want Bears fans to understand. um, This might not be the biggest deal in the world, but it is a small thing that goes a long way. So this is uh, this is part of the conversation last night with Steve Edwards.
2: Just the vibes around that place, you know. Me just being able to be there for those, um, you know, just you know, for Monday we had the golf outing, and it was really just alumni players. But the 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 cool thing about it, I never seen before was the front offense and the coaching staff was at the golf outing with us. Uh, Poles was out there chipping. Him and Cunningham were over there, and I went right up to him, and I talked to him. He, I mean, he gave me a good, candid, like, good conversation, open conversation, which is pretty good, cool. And then I ran into him in the, uh, inside the clubhouse. You know, he just is open. Uh, Iperflus came up to our table uh, talking to guys. You know, it was, it was really open. You could, and then going in for mini-camp, just the, the vibe in the place, the energy. You can tell that they're on to something special, and hopefully
0: that'll be the case this season. So the Bears do this alumni. Um, they have like a few days in the summer every year where they have a golf outing. They invite them out to practice. It's kind of like a two-day event, I believe. Um, and you heard Steve there talking about how it was different to see the GM there, and Ian Cunningham was there. I... I saw Ted Albrecht, another Bears alumnus, uh, on Monday at the Rainy Walker golf outing and almost had the exact same conversation with him. He was like Kevin Warren was there. Ted Phillips, you couldn't remember seeing Ted Phillips there. Um... And and not only was Kevin Warren there, but was, like, open. Like, yeah, open line of communication. You guys have – now, we saw this a little bit last year. And, by the way, Eberflus was there, too. I don't think Kevin Warren played in it. I don't think Eberflus played in it. I don't know about polls. But at least they were there. And this this was an improvement we started to see last year when Flus got the job and he started calling Mm -hmm. alumni. Like, he called Dan Hampton, right? Yep. Reached out to Hamp. A um, bunch of others. They were uh, Jimbo Covert had some similar com uh, comments. I remember talking to him at the Super Bowl shortly after Flusse got hired. I was like, yep, reached out to me. Um, we've see, we saw we've seen a bunch of these guys at practice. Well, it might not even be Alumni Week. But we saw Jimbo Covert at practice a few weeks ago, uh, maybe a month ago now. The, uh, the, Wani was out at practice. Um, there's just, just there's there's they're more welcoming to the players that matter than they were in the past. And we saw saw that start last year with Fluce and Poles, and I think it's even better now with Kevin Warren replacing Ted Phillips.
2: And why does this matter? It just shows that they have a good sense of the right things to do. So if they're doing it for the older players and bringing them back in and making them feel a part of the fold – Think about what they're doing with the current players. Mm-hmm. And the current players have said this stuff. That it that it was a big deal that Cole met that, that they went into his graduation. The same thing for Justin Fields. Like they're they are they are going extra steps constantly, seemingly. To make guys feel like you're not just a piece of meat that goes out there and, and catches footballs or makes tackles for us, but we, we are invested in you in the human being and over time that will matter the culture around the building.
1: Yeah I just think too like it's part of their history and even though it's a new regime, you don't forget about the people, the players that made the bears you know the bears so I think it's a nice it's a nice gesture for this current regime to include players of the past. And not feel like they're excluded but more so included with what's going on now
2: yeah and no disrespect to steve edwards and hopefully we'll hear more from steve you know around csgo he ain't walter payton he, he's not mm-hmm. brian urlacher he's not you know and did, did polls even know who he was yet yet he's taking time to hang out with them i mean that's you know yeah that's Some showing respect it. yep
0: yeah and and you said like over time it'll just get better just like over time it deteriorated Without True. them even yeah. – real, I don't even think the Bears organization realized how frustrated it got. And it kind of reached a peak where many of them were very, very vocal right at the end of the Pace Nagy era. Um, and a lot of that was documented in various different stories. Dan Weeder had a long, deep dive. Adam Johns and Kevin Fishbane had a long, deep dive. And it was just the frustration at almost every level of the organization, inside the building, outside the building, alumni – it had just reached a peak, and I do think that since polls got here since fluce got here, and now with Kevin Warren in the fold uh, and it's still early it's only been about a year and a half now mm-hmm. um, but it matters it 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 may not be the difference at all in them winning the Super Bowl, but it still is a thing that matters and it's just like even more so just like in a human being human nature standpoint yeah, right for sure um, it'd be so, cool. I like to see it. It would be cool if,
2: if they had some level of, I don't know, they hire Gary Fensick is the name that we've talked about the most to do something in that organization, Director of Bears Ambassadors of the Past who help us have thoughts for the future, mm-hmm. whatever, the, whatever the title would be for that. <laughs> I like it. Not what I just said. <laughs> but something like that.
0: Smart dude. At Atomic Atabore. At, a, <laughs> at Atomic
2: at Atomical Atomare. Whatever, Nagy,
1: fake news.
0: (laughs) All right, um, fun show.
1: Thank you for everyone who submitted questions on, you know, this morning. You guys, Bears fans, uh, submitted them all and had a fun time answering all of them. Really appreciate it.
0: A lot of good questions. Fun show. Enjoyed it. Um, We are going to head out.
2: I'm double dipping today. We'll be back at 3 o'clock alongside Kevin and...
3: uh, Oh, do I have to do another show with you?
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: No, no, it's brutal. I'm sorry for you. to everyone else on that show. Maybe <laughs> would you like to say what the show is for the people?
3: That's CHGO
2: Sports, baby. We're, we're going to be crushing. the Chicago Sports Podcast. Better tune in. The. And uh, there's a special guest coming from out that's. I do like
0: you guys say it like that. It sounds too much like the Ohio State.
3: Yeah, that does suck. Go cats. Does. <laughs> Go <Hawks. laughs> Um
0: Nick and Will will take you into the weekend tomorrow, noon, right here on the CHGO. Bears podcast
2: Armstrong's a great name Gary Ross maybe Trace will be the higher